Thank you for tuning into the weekly sermon from Journey of Hope, a United Methodist community. We are a welcoming community that fosters belonging and acceptance. Through ministries, we enable individuals to transform their lives as they learn to follow Jesus Christ. We follow the guidance of the Spirit in sharing our faith through missional adventures, building relationships, and offering our witness to our community and world. We serve the Elgin, Illinois area and are located at the corner of Randall Road and Highland. To learn more about us, you can check us out at johumc.org or any of our social media platforms by searching Journey of Hope. And now, here is this week's message. Today's reading comes from Luke, chapter 1, verses 26 through 55. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this may be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son. You are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be? Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin. The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One will be born and will be called Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she who is said to be unable to conceive, is in her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. Mary visits Elizabeth. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zachariah's home, and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice, she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord will fulfill his promise to her. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. For now... From now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me, 
Holy is his name. His mercies extend to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their innermost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. May God bless the reading, hearing, and understanding of his word. Amen. It's not within our own power to make a fresh start. If we're to have a future different from our past, it must come as a gift. It must come from God. You know, what we need is a God who refuses to be trapped in eternity. A God who not only cares about us, but is willing to show up among us and do something with us here now. Well, good news. It turns out that's just the sort of God we got. God is on the way. So first, let me begin uh, by acknowledging the difficulty in this particular study. Uh, it's not been like many of the others that we have done through the season of Advent. I mean, we're used to talking about shepherds and wise men, angels and stables and Christmas tree choirs and candle lighting. But Will Williman has taken us on a journey from prophecy to the messiness of life. For those who took up this challenge and, and joined a small group and read this book, I want to express my gratitude as, as it was not the easiest to read, but it did push our Advent thinking outside the proverbial box. We talked about apocalyptic events, being surprised in life and recognizing the darkness that is around us. And now, Christmas Eve, we share about joy, rejoice. I'm reminded of the phrase that drew me to this study in the first place. It was in this opening video. Uh, it is not within our own power to make a fresh start. If we are to have a future different from our past, it must come as a gift. I wonder if you've sensed a future different from the past during this season of Advent. Will you pray with me? Gracious and almighty God, God, we've come striving to hear your word. And so God, I ask that you would speak, that the words that I say would no longer be my own, but that they would be your words for your people. God, your message for your people. And all this I ask in Jesus' name, amen. So it doesn't take long for us to see the darkness in the world around us. From the wars in Ukraine and now between Israel and Palestine, hatred and power are on full display. We turn on the evening news and we see communities ripped apart by violence, by politics, by racism and ageism and a, and a whole society looking out for 
What's in it for me? It's all about me, me, me. Schools are full of students and teachers trying to navigate this uncertainty on top of an already difficult social status positioning. We're being divided more and more every day in our political beliefs. There seems to be no agreement, and if there is, it never gets reported. The news only sensationalizes the extreme sides of the political spectrum. And if you think the church is immune to that, brothers and sisters, our denomination has not done the best job of bringing people together. Mass shootings, human trafficking, crime, and yet another unprecedented election cycle will fill our news feeds with just a small sample of the bad news that's out there. Then you travel into the, to the dark side of the social media where you have no idea what is true, what is not, especially with artificial intelligence controlling much of what we see and much of what we hear. In this world full of bad news, we have to realize something different. We must acknowledge the good news that we have been given to share There truly is joy all around us, and there is joy within us, even in the midst of all of this. We must share this good news, kind of like the the salesman at the dealership with Sherry. We must share this good news. This is what it means, actually, to rejoice. Sharing good news builds us up, and then we are able to be filled with this joy and spread it around us. It might have been during the, uh, the vacated years of 2020 and 2021, where we all had this weird little small health crisis, <laughs> news bro- programs began focusing on something positive in their newscast. Now, normally it was one story, and normally it was at the very end of the broadcast, but it was a start. And I guess after giving us all the bad news, letting us know that the world was coming to a crashing halt, that we would need to hear some good news. Maybe lift us out of the muck and the mire of everything we've heard for the past 25 minutes. Guess what? It obviously worked because they're still sharing that good news segment. While some of them call it America Strong, uh, other networks call it other things, Uh, It gives us glimpses into the goodness of the human spirit. Maybe just sharing a soup with someone. The goodness of the human spirit. We at Journey of Hope have a different name for that. We kind of call it the 531 moment. There is good news to share. There is good news to testify about. This good news is that God loves you and there is nothing you can do about it. God loves you and there's nothing you can do about it. This is good news. The good news that God loves you so much that God would send Jesus to be Emmanuel, God with us. This is good news and news that we are called to share. This is why we can rejoice even in the difficult times because we know of God's love for us and of the eternal life that's offered to all of creation. We hear this in the angel's message to Mary that night when she found out that she would be carrying the Son of God. 
Greetings, rejoice, favored one. The Lord is with you. You will give birth to the Son of God and you will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. Rejoice. Sure, this is difficult news, Mary, to hear, but out of the strange circumstance will come the Savior of the world. Rejoice. Rejoice. God uses the ordinary people of the day to bring about the wonderful salvation plan. And guess what? God continues to use the ordinary, the everyday, those who are on the margins of life to continue bringing the kingdom into fruition. Rejoice. Nothing is impossible with God. This is what we've been studying through this season of Advent, through this odd and wondrous book of heaven and earth. Heaven and earth are intricately connected in and through Jesus Christ. The first connection is made as the universe came into being when God created all of this through Jesus Christ. It was only fitting that Jesus would come and live among us to demonstrate the connection between heaven and earth in a different way. I feel like this is why Willimon began this book talking about the apocalypse, when Jesus will return. While this is the definition of the season of Advent, we also remember that when Jesus returns, the new Jerusalem will come out of the sky as a bride adorned for her husband. Heaven and earth will collide. A new heaven and earth will begin. This is what we are waiting for. This is what is promised. This is good news. Rejoice. The good news is here. Now we just have to share it. A little while ago, a certain number of you decided to go share good news. Share good news with others. You, you gathered together in a little group and you carpooled to a couple of different locations sharing this good news with people by doing one simple thing. Singing. Singing. You'll have to wait until the journal comes out, but there was a wonderful letter that was shared by one of those people that you went and sang to when you did some Christmas caroling. It was a beautiful testimony and a witness to the effect that you had on this person's life. Willimon talks about how sometimes the spoken word doesn't carry the same weight as music does, and I agree. Music speaks to our soul at a far deeper level at times. Our wonderful Christmas hymns and Christmas carols tell a story. They tell the story. They tell the good news in ways that we can't share just by speaking. And I must say that it is wonderful to hear these songs at this special time of year over all the radio stations, TV specials, out in our communities. They tell the story of Jesus' birth. They tell of the good news. And maybe we just need to continue singing those. Some of you will join with me and say, yeah, we'll, we'll sing Christmas carols all year long. All year long. Because they point out the story that we all know. They speak about the prophecy of Isaiah. Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel. 
and ransom captive Israel that mourns in lowly exile here until the Son of God appear. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. And then in the middle of the night, the stillness of the night, comes a message. Way back, it was a message that was shared with Mary, and then later on, it was with the shepherds and the magi from the east. And I'm going to encourage you to join me, because I know that you know these songs. It came upon a midnight clear, that glorious song of old. From angels bending near the earth to touch their harps of gold. Peace on the earth, good will to men from heaven's all gracious King. The world in solemn stillness lay to hear the angels sing. The message was heard loud and clear. Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn King. Peace on earth and mercy mild, God and sinners reconciled. Joyful all ye nations rise, join the triumph of the skies. With angelic hosts proclaim, Christ is born in Bethlehem. Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn King. The good news, shared in song, peace on earth and mercy mild, God and sinners reconciled. This is the good news. This is God's plan. Even if some might still have been wondering, What child is this who lay to rest on Mary's lap is sleeping? Whom angels greet with anthems sweet, while shepherds watch our keeping. This, this is Christ the King, whom shepherds God and angels sing. Haste, haste to bring him, Lord, the babe, the son of Mary. Mary, did you know? Oh, yes. Mary knew. 
Maybe not all the details of how this was going to take place, but she knew that her son was born to save the world. She knew that so many would, in all faithfulness, worship Jesus. Oh, come, all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. Oh, come ye, oh, come ye to Bethlehem. Come and behold him. Born the King of angels, oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Christ the Lord. It is truly a joyful thing to share this good news with the world around us. And the world needs to hear that joy has come, and it has come to the world. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. Let every heart prepare Him room. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and heaven and nature sing. Rejoice. The good news has come. Rejoice. Our Savior is here. Rejoice. God is with us. The good news is shared every Christmas season in and through all of these songs. They are everywhere. If there is ever a season where it is so simple to share the love of God with everyone around us, to dispel the darkness of everything around us, this is the season. We meet people all the time whose life seems to be out of control. They are searching for peace and quiet. They're longing for something bigger than themselves. They long for a Savior, even if they don't understand what that means. Brothers and sisters, you have the good news. You have the good news to share with them. Maybe it just means that we need to sing it to them. (laughs) Maybe you just need to sing it to yourselves. One more before we end in prayer. Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright, round yon virgin, mother and child, holy so tender and mild sleep in heavenly peace sleep in heavenly peace will you pray with me loving God you have given us the good news 
You've given us news to share. And so God, I ask that you would would remind us of your love for us and that you would remind us of the love that we have to share. And maybe, God, you are inviting us to sing it, to sing it with our full heart, to sing it with our lives, to sing your good news. So help us to do that. Encourage us. And God, most of all, place those in our paths that we can share this good news with. And all this we ask in your son's precious name. Amen. So now as you get ready to go forth from this place and in this special day, this special season, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, may you go uh, realizing what God is calling us to do. God is calling us to share the good news with all of those around us. The good news of God's love for you and me. And so go now, knowing that the love of God, the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit goes with you. And it goes with you always. Amen.